0: I'm Scott.
1: And I'm Melissa.
0: And we are the Sunshine Travelers. Our passion is travel and sharing our experiences with those who enjoy it as much as we do, or those who want to learn more about travel, or even those that just want to live vicariously through our travel stories. No matter where you fall along that journey, get ready to hear about our firsthand experiences as we visit some of the most interesting and amazing places on Earth. On this episode, we have the privilege of recording on-site while in San Juan, Puerto Rico. We are going to discuss how to get here, where to stay, where to eat, and what to do while visiting Puerto Rico. So pack a bag and join us in sunny Puerto Rico. We are recording on-site today at the Condado Ocean Club. And Melissa, you had something that you wanted to add about whether or not it's sunny in Puerto Rico.
1: yeah. so it was raining when we first got here.
0: Okay, so it does rain here sometimes.
1: No, just kidding. But yeah, so it was raining when we first got here. Um, it had actually rained quite a bit, and then we did experience a little bit of rain. We're going to talk about it in a minute when we went up to the rainforest. But other than that, we have had a, a good bit of sun.
0: And so, you know, we're staying about 10 minutes from Old San Juan, Uh, by car or 15 minutes from the airport so not very far away and um, you know let us tell you a little bit about Puerto Rico to get started. Uh, It is a U.S. territory. It's located in the Caribbean Sea and it's known for its vibrant culture including music, cuisine, and festivals.
1: Yeah, and getting here from the U.S., um, you don't have to have a passport, and a lot of major U.S. airlines fly from um, the major U.S. cities, and we talked to somebody a couple of days ago, and they said that Frontier and Spirit Airlines have actually added a whole lot of flights here, and so it's fairly easy to get to from most places in the U.S. They use the U.S. dollar, and most people speak English and I've also found that my phone's on T-Mobile, and I haven't had any problem using it here. It's just like, I did verify this before we leave, but it's just like being at home. 5G, and the data's been great, and the cell service has been great.
0: So if you're going to go to your hotel and stay uh, put um, and not go anywhere, then maybe you want to consider using Uber to get there, or else, and, and I think you looked it up and it was like $10, 15 to get from the airport to this area um, or 10 to $15 to get from where we're staying here in Condado uh, over to Old San Juan, which is only like a, I don't know, a 10, 15 minute drive to get there. Plenty accessible from that perspective. Um, but if you plan to venture out, which we recommend, uh, we would say rent a car, either from the airport or there are some other car rentals near Condado and near the the hotel areas where if you just want to rent a car for the day and go out and do some exploring, uh, you're able to do so.
1: And I think that's really common, for a lot of people. That's what really what I had read is that Puerto Rico is a good destination if you want to have a good mix of relaxing at the resort and being at the beach and then getting out and doing something. So maybe rent a car for part of the time. We just chose to rent a car from the airport for the whole time. So we did come up with a tip for you guys is that when we went across to get the car, it was a huge lawn. And so we were asking, like, what is this line for? And they said that the people who had rented from Avis and Budget were having to wait in that long line. And so just a recommendation, we typically use national. And so just look to see who offers the, the lane where you just go straight to the car and pick out the car and go. Because waiting in the long line when you get here to your destination on vacation is not fun. And that line didn't look like it was moving at all.
0: It didn't look like it was moving, and the people didn't look like they were enjoying their vacation as they stood there. You know, we did have to wait in line, though, once we got our car to get out. As we always say, pack your patience, because when you first get there and you're just trying to figure things out, that's when you're going to need it the most. So let's talk about a few options for the, the hotel. could have stayed in Old San Juan Uh, but we chose to stay here in this Condado. What was kind of the driving factor of that?
1: For this trip, we... So this is our first trip to Puerto Rico. And so we really wanted to make sure that we had a mixture between... being able to see Old San Juan, having a little bit of beach and pool time, and then getting out and adventure just a little bit. So that's why I really focused our attention on whether we would stay in Old San Juan or really in this kind of resort condado area. And so we just kind of looked at pictures and looked at reviews and being by the beach and looking at some of those amenities versus a lot of the hotels in Old San Juan, while they are extremely nice, more like courtyard pools or on the roof pools so it has more of a in-town downtown feel and so we knew we could go to spend some time in old san juan and really just have more of a beach feel for the hotel so we just looked at some different reviews and finally settled on the condado ocean club which i ended up booking through booking.com
0: yeah so it's you know a small boutique hotel the swimming pool is very nice but it's small it is an infinity pool, though, that looks out over the ocean, which we love. It kind of reminds us of the Weston we go to in Cancun. That infinity pool, it has a little small coffee shop attached to it where you can get a cup of coffee in the mornings or a bagel and some pastries, but not much other directly tied to the hotel from a food perspective. There is a restaurant here, but it's, um, it's a total separate entity we ate there tonight. So I can say it's a pretty pricey place to eat as well.
1: They do offer from that restaurant, they do offer poolside food and then also room service. So that is available at this property. I think our biggest draw when comparing a few of the properties was the fact that this was an adults only hotel. And so for this vacation, that was just something that we were drawn to.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's a really nice hotel next door. I believe it's the Condado Vanderbilt, but it's a family hotel. Uh, we've seen families out on the, the decks uh, around the pools and in the pools and stuff like that. And that just wasn't what we were looking for for this trip.
1: The other one that we looked at, um, just because we do like to stay at Marriott's and it was close by here, was the San Juan Marriott Resort and Stellaris Casino. And um, it looked like from the pictures that the beach was wider. So if that's something that you're looking for, being able to have chairs out on the beach, I think it is definitely kid-friendly because there were water slides and things like that in the picture. So we just opted, just for us, for this trip, we just opted for this hotel. And we've really enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, so we took an early flight in. Uh, We left Jacksonville uh, sometime around 7 a.m., I think, and had to go through Atlanta, but When we got here, one of our goals for the first day was just to relax a little bit, enjoy the pool at the hotel, and maybe grab some... Local cuisine from from close by,
1: and that's something that I definitely would recommend. Just because if you have flight delays, or if you can avoid it if possible, just not having booking tours and booking other things, just to have some downtime, just from being tired and traveling. And yeah, so we got here and we did go down the street to grab a bite to eat, and we found a place that was like a food, almost like a food truck park. And um, grabbed a bite to eat there. And that's actually called La Marqueta. And it's open Thursday through Sunday. So it was kind of like different containers. And they had some different food options like tacos and pizza and some Asian food. But then they had a bar area set up. And so that's a great option if you're in this area. They had some colorful wall murals and it was, they had a San Juan sign and it was out by the beach. So that would be just a fun place to go for. Lunch or dinner, um, like I mentioned, Thursday through Sunday is when it's open.
0: Yeah, and the, the weather's nice. They did have places where you could sit out closer to the ocean after you got your food and drinks and, and enjoy those. It just so happened that when we went, it was raining. and so, But it was nice because they had a covered area uh, over where all the food halls are so you're not standing in the rain trying to order your food. And then they also had tables underneath that sheltered area. Imagine that would be nice too if it was really hot and sunny.
1: And so, this wasn't like just stopping at a food truck. It wasn't inexpensive either. Um, It was on the higher end of. I mean, great food um, and great atmosphere, but um, just a little bit on the higher end for the drinks and for the food.
0: Yeah, and I think we've seen that to be kind of true for Puerto Rico. Is that things here are not really cheap, and maybe on. Maybe we're unfairly comparing it to some other areas that we've been like in South America and stuff where the food was uh, very inexpensive or we thought it was very inexpensive compared to U.S. prices. But I was a little bit sticker shocked because here we are in the U.S. and I guess we were paying U.S. prices.
1: So after that, we really just wanted to spend the rest of the afternoon just relaxing and uh, going to the pool before we headed downtown for dinner. So we rested for a little while. So one of the things that we have talked about is making sure that we have um, dinner reservations. And we have especially found that to be true here in Puerto Rico, is that even if we haven't had reservations, we've walked into a place and they say, do you have reservations? So I Highly recommend that, just kind of thinking ahead and seeing if places need reservations. And so on Saturday, we did that, um, trying to find a place, because it was getting on the later side, 7.30, 8 o'clock, and just making sure. So I called a couple of places that were completely full, and one of the places you end up having to text. So I texted the place, and she texted me back, and it looked like it was a bar that was going to be open until like midnight. So I just wanted to ask, okay, what time do you have a table, or what's the wait, and then how long do you serve food and she texted back till 10 o'clock and do you have a table yes and so we headed to this place so since we had a car we drove into old san juan and that's the other thing if you have a car and you're going to drive down there go to the parking deck that's down by the port so when you're going into town you just kind of turn left and and go down by the port and just go ahead and park in that deck because we made the mistake the first time of trying to find some street parking and most of it was for residents only on the weekend. And so it's like four bucks to park in the deck. So that'll just save you a little time. So we headed up to this place and we get there and then I asked the girl again, you know, do you still have a table and do you still serve food till 10 o'clock? Yes, yes. We sit down, get our menus. He says he'll be right back. And then he comes back and he said, I'm sorry our cook decided he's done for tonight.
0: Yeah they had evidently had a pretty busy day and maybe had run out of a couple items but the, the chef just decided that basically they were closed at that point from a food perspective and, and that's something that we find to be very common in places is and you should just be aware of this is when you're looking up times at a restaurant, the restaurant itself may stay open late so it may stay open till midnight but you got to know is the kitchen? open till midnight as well or do they close the kitchen at 10 o'clock and then after that all you can get is drinks
1: so all of our best laid plans um and we were sad not to come here or be able to eat there because it was a cute little rooftop bar and restaurant and we had heard about those in old town so anyway we had to just kind of go down the street and We had passed a place that looked cute, and so we just decided, okay, let's just pop in here because by this time, it's getting on towards 9 o'clock, and now we're getting really worried, Um, and so anyway, we just pop in there. It looks like it's cute, and do you have a table? And she sat us and told us, though, we need to order in the next 20 minutes because the kitchen's going to close.
0: Yeah, and uh, matter of fact, a couple of people that came after us, she told them that they only had a few options to choose from, right? So she let us choose from the whole menu, but uh, the the later people came in and closer to that 9.15 time that they had set, she told them the menu options were very limited.
1: So funny enough, it did end up being more of an Italian place. And so not exactly what we were looking for, for our first night in Puerto Rico, but it was very good. We both ended up having the specials. Mine was sea, uh, a fish dish or seafood. Um, and so it was probably something a little bit more local, but they had a great salad and um, excellent cocktails. And so the name of the restaurant was Bacaro, And so we'll link that in the show notes. So we would highly recommend it if you're looking for something like that. It was definitely more upscale, but um, very good food and very good service. Excellent, excellent service.
0: Yep, We came on back to the hotel. Now, Sunday was Mother's Day. And uh, so we started off the day um, FaceTime with my mom, tell her Happy Mother's Day. And then we got an early start on our day because we had a a lot of stuff planned for Sunday. And so um, we kicked off and started our day down in Old San Juan.
1: Yeah, after being there the night before, we decided that, that we really wanted to spend some time there the next morning in the daylight to be able to take in a lot of the architecture and take some pictures because the buildings are just absolutely colorful, bright pinks and yellows and greens and just old architecture. So we wanted to have some time to do that. So Scott found us a couple of coffee shops that we could pick from and that would be open for breakfast on the Sunday. And so we ended up going to Cafe. Help me out, Scott. They had great coffee and a few pastries and... We didn't notice it at first, but they did have, and we found this to be true still everywhere down here, the QR codes for the menu and then look it up on your phone. So we didn't notice that. So they had a few more options for some sandwiches and different things like that, but ex- ended up being an excellent place to just grab a quick bite of breakfast.
0: Yeah. So as we're you know kind of talking about the cuisine of Puerto Rico, I would say these panini type sandwiches are very popular here. So they have breakfast sandwiches that are served that way on this very soft bread. They have lunch and dinner type sandwiches that you can get um, that served on this bread as well. And they uh, toast it in a panini press. So when we got there, one thing I would say about this, uh, this cafe that we went to is I'd read online that as it gets busier, the service gets slower. And I, I think it's just because they do everything as one-off orders you know we got there it wasn't too busy we didn't have much trouble getting our our drinks we had gotten the pastries because we didn't really know about the qr code and the the menu at that time but by the time we left i would say the line was out the door and times were getting a lot longer
1: And so after breakfast, we had just decided we were just going to kind of wander around and look. Um, There's a couple of forts that you can visit, and then, of course, the beautiful buildings, and then the old wall or the old fortress. And so we just walked... Down some streets and we're taking pictures. And so I would recommend that you put maybe in your GPS to put in Casa Rosa or the Paseo del Moro, and um, kind of walk toward those. And then one of them would be more toward the fortress and one of them would be more um, kind of through a park. Um, And would just give you a chance to see some of the architecture and the parks and um, the old churches as well. And so that I would definitely recommend that. But the city is actually pretty small. And so a couple of hours, I mean, if you want to do some shopping and go in shops a little bit more time, but just to kind of walk around, it's, it's a couple hours would give you enough time.
0: Yeah, and then, you know, they do have the old Spanish forts that are there as a national historic site, and, and you can go visit those. We chose not to. We had a full day already planned. That is something that you could do. Uh, we wanted to spend our time in Old San Juan, as Melissa said, walking through the streets. Uh, I had brought my cameras with me, and so taking pictures of that architecture and the the landscapes and just the the bright, vibrant colors that were painted on these buildings. Um, I'm really excited about getting in and uh, editing these photos and maybe getting to share a few of them out.
1: And so be aware that um, San Juan is uh, is a cruise port. And we noticed that Saturday, the day we came in, a Disney cruise had been there. um, And we didn't go there until the night. So we kind of miss that crowd. Um, Sunday, there was not one. And then Monday, there had been one. Um, by the time we got there, it was about to leave out. So that you will get a lot of that traffic. Um, and there's a lot of shops that you typically see in the cruise ports as well, t-shirt shops and jewelry shops. And so lots of shopping that you can do. But just be aware that sometimes you may end up with some of the cruise. Um, yes, yeah, so if you're having a well. hard
0: time finding your rare tens a night They do have it here. Yes,
1: they do. So for the afternoon, we wanted to go somewhere else. And um, so we had decided that we were going to plan to go to the national forest, El Junque and it's about 50 minutes outside of San Juan and so thankfully the day before I was as we were on the plane I was just kind of doing some last minute itinerary and checking some things so thankfully I had happened upon their website so here's a tip if you want to visit there is that you do have to get a parking pass and it's only two dollars but they will not let you in up past really past much past the visitor center um, to see all the waterfalls if you don't have that so they open those slots up 30 days in advance and then 24 hours in advance they open up some more so you can either go in at eight o'clock or at 11 o'clock or actually it's between 8 and 11 and then between 11 and like Two o'clock. Two o'clock, and so just making sure you go online. It's um, we'll put a link in the show notes, but it's recreation.gov. Just secure those um, secure your spot. So thankfully, I had seen that, and I had some I had uh, Wi-Fi data signal. And was able to get that, so we headed out there, and so we picked up lunch because um, we weren't really sure what the food situation was. Be and we left Old San Juan wanted about eleven thirty, and so we picked up. I had read about uh, a restaurant called Cafe Manolin, and so it when we went in, it appeared to be sort of like a almost like a diner style, wouldn't you say? Yeah. And um, so we just picked up some Cuban sandwiches um, to go. Um, But there were a few places that were like almost little concession places that were open right before you got into the park and and in the park. But um, just to be on the safe side, we wanted to take lunch with us and take um, drinks with us as well.
0: You know, we went up, we hiked through uh, some trails there in El uh, Junque and waterfalls. I was hoping to be able to catch like some birds and stuff like that. But I believe that they just kind of live in the the top of the canopies because we would hear them all over the place, but never saw a single bird. And so either they're masters at hiding, the the canopy is just so thick that, um, you know, you can't see them. It was raining as well. So I would say if you're going to take your camera gear uh, up to El Junque because it's a rainforest, um, make sure to carry a plastic bag or something so that you can cover up your uh, camera body, you know, as you're hiking through the trails.
1: And we really needed a rain jacket and we could look out and see that over like close to the coast it wasn't raining so it's really because it was in that rainforest. So the couple of things that we did were uh, just a couple of short trails. We hiked a little ways on the it was really more of just a little walk on the Juan Diego Creek and a lot of people families go up there to swim in the ponds um, that are right at the waterfalls and then we walked a little bit on the furthest trail up on the Britain Trail that goes up to the very top. Um, There are some longer hikes there that you can do that are like two three miles in so i would say if you're planning to do those you definitely want to book that eight o'clock time slot because you do have to be out of that area by five o'clock and they close that gate so just making sure that you have plenty of time so we had just to drive and see the waterfalls do a couple of the little trails half a day was plenty of time
0: when we left uh alhunke we decided that we would drive over to some beaches that were on the northeast end of the island. You know, it turned out that was a very popular place on Mother's Day. Like all the families were gathered around at these local beach parks and and stuff like that. People were parked all along the roads. All the parking lots were full. So we ended up not making it to the beaches, but we did pass a couple of places that, you know, were restaurants and we were like, wow, look at these places. They're absolutely packed out. And and so when we made the loop back around, we went to one of those places that we had seen uh, called El Estacion and fabulous food.
1: Yes. Yeah, so we, of course, walked in and they said, do you have a reservation? <laughs> no, but there was plenty of um, seating at the bar. And so we ended up just having some drinks at the bar and asking the bartender what her specialties were and then ordering a few of the appetizers they had but their specialty was taking some different kinds of smoked barbecue and chicken wings and then putting their own flair on it so a lot of them then were flash fried after that and they did some special um, sauces that they tossed them in
0: that's one of the great things is a lot of the foods you may be very familiar with, but they just take it and add a twist to it and give it a very Caribbean uh, flair. And,
1: and so, so, Scott, what would you say were there and then other places we found? What are the drink, the specialty drinks here in Puerto Rico?
0: Well, rum. So anything rum-based. Uh, but there's there's probably two... That I I would say come to mind number one is their the drink that they created and they're most known for, which is the piña colada. You can get that frozen if you want to. You can get it uh, on ice, um, as kind of a, a mixed drink, and they serve it always or all all the different ways. And then I would say also mojitos. Uh, so lots of mojitos, and I think that goes back to their roots as being. Uh, a place where a lot of sugar cane was grown here on these islands.
1: So after that we really just took our time so we were there at least a couple of hours but the sun sets here this time of year around 6 45 and we had about an hour hour and a half back to San Juan and so we just decided to head on back to the hotel and then we were able to swim a little bit up for a little while and and just relax before work on Monday.
0: This is part of a bigger trip that we're taking uh we we had planned last year that we're going to saint john uh, down in the u.s virgin Islands. so that's that's really the purpose of this trip but along the way uh, melissa said hey we can go to puerto rico and then that way it's a flight from puerto rico to saint thomas And then we can take the ferry over to St. John. Uh, I think we could have gone from anywhere to uh, St. Thomas, but Melissa had already figured this out. Here's a way that I can get a few more days uh, in another location that we've never been to. And of course I said, yeah, let's go.
1: So on Monday we decided to try a restaurant that was closer down here in the Condano area um, before needed to start working. So... It was called Penace?
0: Yeah. P-A-N-N-E-S and I'll put a
1: link to that but they had great coffee and so of course a lot of coffee here um, you're going to find it um, espresso drinks and things like that so great coffee and then Scott mentioned the sandwiches so they had the breakfast sandwiches um, and he did mention everything on the menu breakfast and lunch and was served all day Um, they had uh, empanadas and um, of course rice and beans and eggs and pretty much anything that you could think of so highly recommend that that's within walking distance um down here and um
0: the owner is super friendly guy Uh, he spent a lot of time you know talking to us at our table i mean we assume that he's the owner if not he's the kind of employee that you want because uh he definitely treated the place as if it was his own but um you know it was good it was close by Uh, i had to come back yesterday and and today working from the hotel room. Uh, don't feel so bad for me, though, because if you could see the view that I have here from this hotel room, it is fantastic. And um, did make me jealous, though, that uh, I was up here working from the hotel room and Melissa was down working, should do air quotes, working uh, by the pool.
1: So we decided we wanted to be able to do something here in locally, um, even in the afternoon. And so a couple of people had asked us, oh, are you going to go to the Bacardi place? And so we're looking into some tours. We like to do tours of different, we've been to um, bourbon distilleries and scotch distilleries and so, and gin distillery here recently in the UK. And so decided to book that. But one of the tours that was offered really piqued our interest, which was a mixology class. And so we ended up booking that one. Um, They have several tours throughout the day. You do want to book those ahead because ours was absolutely completely full um, they just have tours and then they have this mixology class so the last one of the day is at 4:30. Um, you do need to get there around four o'clock for that so a little short tour where we can see a little bit of the facility she told us the history of the Bacardi corporation and the family and a little bit about how their specific rum is made and what makes it a Bacardi rum and then of course the mixology class
0: Yeah. And, you know, if you've been to a bunch of distilleries, I would say this is a perfect option for you because in the mixology class, you got that high level overview and then they took you into um, their lab. You know, it was basically a classroom set up with all these stations and there, there was probably 40 people that were a part of this mixology class, but everybody had their own little station with all their utensils and everything that you need. And so we made two different um, drinks and that goes back to, you know, once again, the two most popular here on the island, mojitos and the pina colada.
1: And this one was a shaken pina colada.
0: So, you know, we made those. And by the way, there was no mixes involved in any of this. Everything was made from fresh ingredients with the rum added to it.
1: Oh, that's a good point. So we had a little, um, we had little cups of the lime that we had to muddle and we had the mint and then the coconut cream that they gave us and the pineapple juice and then the rum
0: and the sugar. Yeah, not simple syrup, but um, they use actual sugar in making it.
1: And we've seen that when we've seen them make several drinks here is just actual sugar and lime juice and mixing it together. So not simple syrup.
0: So one of the interesting things, though, is while we were in line waiting for the tour, we ran into this girl. We heard them talking about Jacksonville, started a conversation with them. This girl actually grew up on Amelia Island.
1: And another, it's a small world experience for us.
0: How We always run. We seem to more and more. I feel like I'm like my dad. It used to be when I was a kid that we couldn't go anywhere without running into someone that he knew. And while I don't know these people, more and more we're running into people that we know around us.
1: So after our Bacardi rum tour, we decided that we wanted to head back into Old San Juan um, and try again for another rooftop restaurant. And so this one I do not have any idea how to pronounce it. So I'm going to put the link to it in the show notes, but they didn't take reservations. So we just were chancing it, but we got there and they did have a spot and excellent, excellent food. The wait for the food was a little bit um, long. So I would recommend ordering appetizer, ordering some drinks, um, but super, super food.
0: Yeah. I, I do think it was about an hour from the time that we ordered our food to the time that we received it. So it, it was a very long wait. Um, but the the poor guy that was running the food, uh, this was a three-story uh, rooftop bar. And, um, you know, the whole night sprinting up and down the stairs with big uh, trays of food.
1: And so I would recommend that if you do want to go for sunset, um, that you want to get there, you know, 5 6 o'clock well, something like that and probably have reservations if they take reservations I couldn't reach them on the phone so yeah.
0: if you had a few more days here in Puerto Rico what would you do
1: so I had a couple of ideas but I actually asked our server at dinner tonight where else when we come back what else should we see and he was really cute because he was saying oh did you have a car oh did you go to the rainsforest um, really wanting people to see more than just San Juan and so his suggestion was to go to the west coast and see some of the areas Rincon survival beach um, crashboat beach and Isabella and his suggestion was to see if you could find like an Airbnb to rent and he said in a day I mean you could spend a whole day at one of those places or in a day you could kind of cover um, all of those places, or then even head further in the south and going to Ponce. And he said, just stop at some of the little restaurants and and things like that. So I think um, if I had more time, so I would definitely recommend on a first trip, go to Old San Juan, go to this area, see the beach, go to the rainforest. Um, If you have more time on a first trip, probably go into a few of those things. What about you, Scott?
0: Yeah. And he did say that a lot of them you could do from here, from San Juan, it's like day trips. You don't have to stay over there. It seemed like he was very passionate about Isabella, though. Like that was maybe his his favorite in um, Crash Boat or something like right,
1: that. Right, the Crash Boat Beach. Yeah. He he mentions. Yes, he said it was about two hours. So if you had, he said, if you got up early, you could go over there and spend spend the whole day, and then and then come back.
0: So if if I had more time, uh, or if we come back here, I want to bring my golf clubs and go play golf at some of these fabulous looking golf courses that we've seen in the area. And, you know, that's where I'd like to spend my time. I, I was intrigued, though, as he was talking about some of those little smaller islands that you can fly to. You know, he talked about the snorkeling uh, being absolutely phenomenal over there. And we just didn't find anywhere here this time to, to do much of that snorkeling. And, you know, it's one of the reasons that we're going to St. John. Uh, brought all the underwater cameras uh, so that we can talk about that, but um, maybe that would be something as well.
1: Yeah, so taking a trip to VAKs. Um, and I had actually looked at that, but just not knowing the internet situation and, and needing to work, so that would definitely be on the list for another trip is checking out some of those snorkeling spots.
0: Yeah, and so with every destination episode that we do, we ask Melissa to give us a list of the top things that you got to put on your packing list. So. What's that for Puerto Rico?
1: So definitely bathing suits and cover up if you're going to stay at a resort um, or go out to the beach. And other than that, you really just want casual tropical clothing. So shorts and t-shirts, tank tops, um, nothing too heavy. Um, yeah, it's things pretty- that will
0: dry quickly and easily.
1: Yeah, it's humid here. Um, As we mentioned, if you're going out to the rainforest or if you're just here on a rainy day, you might want to just pack along um, a raincoat. One of the biggest things I think we found both going into Old San Juan and then also going into that rainforest is needing some sturdy shoes. It was very slippery and muddy um, on some of those trails. And then the streets in Old San Juan are cobblestone streets. So you just want something, um, sturdy Tevas or I like the soles on Birkenstocks or something like that where you just feel really comfortable. Of course, tennis shoes would work well as long as they've got really good soles. Um, I would say dress up a little bit at night um, to go to dinner. So I brought along a few sundresses. Guys could do just like chino shorts and a button-up or a polo shirt um, work well. It doesn't have to be super dressy. So, And then, of course, your camera. For just the beautiful water shots of the beach and then just the architecture in old San Juan. Anything else that you would add to that packing list, Scott?
0: Patience for when you first get here. If you just have a few days, maybe a long weekend, this would be the perfect itinerary for you. Or if you've been to Puerto Rico before uh, and have some other favorite places that you've gone to or activities that you've done, drop us a note or leave a comment. We love hearing from you and are inspired by your stories.
1: We hope you enjoyed this episode and will find some inspiration for your next trip. Most importantly, follow our podcast, leave us a review, and share it with your friends to help them catch the travel bug. You never know, they may become your greatest travel companions.